The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let brb homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, and I'd like to give you all a big arrivederci and welcome you to the Big News Coming Soon podcast, live from Milan. Ciao, everyone. Ciao. Is ciao not bye? Hello as well. It means a lot of things. Come on, Kieran, Get it right now. We've been here three days. What a couple of days we have had. It has been a culture shock and it has been an experience. Oh, absolutely. What a town. The weather, the, the fashion, the food, the drink. Unbelievable place. Let's talk about the fashion for a moment or two because I am certainly a fish out of water here for the last two or three days. Today we were walking down the street and two guys breezed past us. In other words, this footpath is ours. Get out of our way, you peasants. And I got a good kick out of them. I just, I just admired them so much that there was just zero Fs given with these two lads. So if you're not following us on Instagram, I'm going to describe the two guys to you. The guy on the left was wearing a black bomber jacket and he was wearing a black hat similar to what Tommy Tiernan would wear. Right, sitting up on the top of his head. Black hat, black bomber jacket and then white jeans just, I'd say, two or three inches above his ankle. Black socks, I might add. Uh, black shoes. But the white jeans now looked like he was doing a bit of grouting and he kept rubbing the black grout off his fingers. Or he could have, because he had a bicycle chain around his neck, that's right. So he the did. chain might have fallen off the bike. He was trying to fix it and he was wiping his hands off his trousers. So that could have been it and that's why he had to carry the bicycle chain or, or the uh, 
the chain around his neck. There's like all these black dots on his um, white jeans. It's like he was doing a, a day's work. Yeah. But he definitely wasn't. I doubt he was. And he had a big black handbag. Then his partner or friend or whatever they were on the right, he was wearing a black French beret. Is that what you call it? Yep. He had a two back inside similar to myself now. Yeah. And he had a lot of... That's where the similarities ended really well. A lot of earrings in his right ear. He had one ear pod in. um, Sunglasses worth, I don't know, probably a couple of grand. Then, then it got interesting. He was wearing a long fur coat down to just about his calves. Big bell bottoms, now that you would see Harry Styles wearing. They're back in fashion. Yeah, they're all over the place over here. And then he was wearing four-inch heels that you would never, ever, ever see a lad in Ireland wearing. These, you they really see, took your attention. You'd only see girls wearing them now. Yeah. So four-inch heels. But the thing that interested me the most about the heels, there was a slit for the big toe. Yeah. And the two of them had the same slit. Now, the guy on the left wasn't wearing the heels. The guy on the right was. And these lads were walking as if they were on a catwalk. Well, most people over here do, but like they were, and the thing about me and you were absolutely fascinated by them, like the way they were put together, it was yeah. just, and the confidence, the strut, but nobody gave them a second look as they were walking down the street. It was interesting. We were walking behind these guys for about 10 to 15 minutes and nobody batted an eyelid. It's a different level over here. I had to Google your man's boots. <laughs> of course you did Just to see how much they were <laughs> Not that I'd pull them off now in Ireland or anything But I googled them And they're called Tabby Boots T-A-B-I Okay And they're How much? 500 800 and What? 890 euros <laughs> For the Tabby Boots And would they Would you get on a building site with them now do you think? I don't know if there's a steel toe cap in them now I don't think so A steel toe wow. just for the big toe Yeah <laughs> But fair play to them, fair play to them. And that's the thing that interests me the most about Milan is all the different fashions and all the different cultures. And there's literally everyone who's everyone. And it's in some areas, it's like a scene from House of Gucci, that film with Lady Gaga. And it's there's it's very 70s and 80s orientated. You made a great point today, like the style, the labels. Everyone has these labels and all the designer gear. But what you said today was... They're wearing all random kind of stuff. It's the confidence that makes it look good. Yeah. Do you know, they just, the way they carry themselves, the way they walk, they, it's this mishmash of clothes. Now, probably all really cool designer stuff that we don't appreciate, but they all look so elegant. So in the, in the window there of Dior, there's a white uh, hoodie, a real baggy white hoodie jacket, and it's kind of like pixelated. Oh, and yeah. you, you wouldn't wear it for a bet. <laughs> you wouldn't. And it's probably a couple of grand. Easily. And there's no real... The only trend I can see at the moment is the owl flares and bell bottoms. Yeah. They're back. They're not, no, they're not back in Ireland. I don't think they'll be there until about 2024. <laughs> but they're on the way. They're coming. We just said we'd let you know <laughs> that the bell bottoms and the flares, they're on the way now in the next couple of years. Come here. While we're talking about fashion, I have a quick quiz for you because I know you're, you know, you're upskilling now in the fashion at the moment. So I have five names here, right? And I'm going to ask, say these names. Are they famous fashion designers or famous footballers? I know nothing about either category. <laughs> nothing. That's why this would be a good crack. Emilio Pucci, fashion designer or footballer? I'm going to go with, hang on, tell me her name again. <laughs> he is Emilio <laughs> Pucci. Emilio Pucci has to be a fashion designer. Correct. Yes. Stefano Gabbana. Oh, footballer. F- 
fashion designer. What does he? Oh, Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> Boom. Ara, fuck it. <laughs> I knew that. Can I? No. Next one. Nicola Barelli. Footballer. How do you know that? I think I saw it on the back of somebody's jersey. Yeah, in the San Siro last night where we didn't get in. All the fake jerseys <laughs> had it on the back. Okay, right, brilliant. Three. Nino Cerruti. Nino Cerruti. Uh, I want to say fashion designer, but we've already had two fashion designers, so I'm going to go with footballer. Fashion designer. Oh, no. And our final one, Domenico Berdani. Footballer. Correct. Who scored the winner in that game we didn't see last <laughs> night. Not bitter about this at all. Just to clear things up, you, uh, us not getting into the game last night had nothing to do with me. We thought, actually, the guy at reception here in the hotel told us, Ara, just rock up. There'll be tickets at the gate. Yeah. And we thought, right, sure, we'll land out if we get a half or the first half or the second half or whatever we get, we'll get. We got a taxi in town here out to the San Siro. It was 20 euro out. And the game had started about 10, 10 or 12 10 minutes. minutes. yeah. There was one or two people running to the gates. They obviously had tickets. And we asked a guy, could we get in? He sent us around to the back end of the San Siro. And then when we asked them for tickets, he sent us around to where we had started. And then when we got back to where we had started, he told us that it was full capacity because they had 50% capacity because of COVID. And then we had to get a taxi back into town. So we called this Italian number and the lady stayed on the phone with us. That was awful sound, wasn't it? Yeah. So she stayed she on the phone. She must have known you're a bit of a creature. Until the <laughs> taxi arrived and then she hung up the phone. And that was 23 euros back into town, however that worked out. <laughs> but anyway. No, we came back to the hotel. So it was further away. Well, it's kind of alongside where we started. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, getting back to the fashion. Come here. It is. It's a different level. And you've said here over the weekend that you want to up your game when you get back. But I was like, when you're looking around at the labels and the clothes. Did I say that? Did I maybe say Maybe I said it to you. <laughs> oh, maybe you told me to up my game when I go back. Okay, go on. Um, I like, it is amazing over here. And I was wondering, like, why aren't Irish people as stylish? Or why aren't we the same way? And I was just thinking about it earlier. Hang on now a second. Irish people are stylish. Relatively stylish, yes. But lads aren't going to go around in Ireland with four-inch heels and bell-bottoms, not on a month of Sundays. Yeah, so it's a different level. But And look, there's very well-dressed people in this country, our country. Yeah. But this is a whole other level. I'd consider you a very well-dressed gentleman. Yeah, but then you come out here. Like, I'd be... I like to make a decent appearance, and yeah. Irish people do. But it's, it's the labels, and there's a lot, like... A lot of this wouldn't be to my taste. A lot of full kit wankers, as I'd call them. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have the D&G tracksuit top runners and tracksuit pants. You know, like the whole kit together. Like these Liverpool lads in the full kit. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit weird. It's not something you see over there. But like in Ireland, you get the piss ripped out of you if you went out like some of these boys here. There was a tweet that went back a while ago saying... Good luck to anyone being trying to be super stylish in Ireland. And the replies to that tweet are phenomenal. I have a few of them here. Go for it. Saoirse McHugh tweeted, uh, About 75 years ago, a local man got sent an outfit from America. To this day, he's known as the Yank. <laughs> in the early 90s, a bloke comes into a bar in Oma. 120 pound jacket. Everyone's taking the piss out of him. The barman goes, Not sure why you're mocking him. I have one of them at home. He goes, See? To the lads. He goes, ah, oh, yeah, it's around the immersion heater. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of them uh, jackets out here. They're oh, back in fashion in the front of window of Montclair. Yes. 
What's, the, what's that designer? You'd want a couple of weeks' wages now for that jacket. Yeah. Um, another girl turned up late to college in a silver jacket. She said, sorry, I'm late. And the lecturer goes, no problem. Trouble parking the spaceship, was it? <laughs> uh, here's one you're going to enjoy. My sister was in France sporting a new trench coat. She thought she was so stylish, but went into an Irish bar and got called Inspector Gadget by the first guy who saw her. Yes, brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. You landed down this morning in what colour is that jacket? Tan? Tan trench coat. A tan trench coat. It's small and easy to pack. Okay, but the only (laughs) thing I could think of was Columbo or the Pink Panther when I saw you coming out of the lift. All I could hear was uh, the Pink Panther music. (laughs) Didum, 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 didum. We're getting a lot of DMs over the last couple of days about my height. Because we've put up videos of the two of us standing beside each other or walking beside each other, people are saying, why does Kieran give you such a hard time about your height when there's only a couple of inches between you? So to be fair, Kieran doesn't actually give me a hard time about it. Now, we, you'd comment on yeah, it a few I times. Yeah, I do, and I feel bad. But it's actually coming from my experience dating women where they would say the height is an issue and they don't want to date a shorter gentleman. So that's where it comes from, and uh, we I think we discussed this in one of the podcasts. Yeah, we did. All right. One so of the early ones. That's cleared that up. But one thing I'd like to mention is <laughs> height definitely isn't an issue here in Italy. That's for sure. Not a bit. Now, you noticed this before I did, but it is, it's a thing, definitely. Plenty of short lads going around with very tall ladies. Yeah. I wonder what they have going for them. Sure, what they've gone for them. Small, small dogs with a <laughs> big tail. <laughs> What, Lyra? Money? No, oh, you think they're with them for their money? Great personalities, obviously. All right. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> they're only with them for their money. There's a bit of that going on. There must be. There's a bit I of suppose we're in a rich region as well, but like some of that people f- we saw last night. There's a few lads now in the restaurant last night, and you said to one of them, how are you getting on? You're punching there. And he hadn't a clue what you said. But I agreed. I said, I concur. Yes. You are punching, my good Talent like it is, what <laughs> I do, what I'm known best for. Just to let you know, if you are coming to Italy, you need to um, get a booster because a lot of the hotels and the venues and the restaurants will only allow you in, uh, will only allow you in if you're boosted. So you are boosted. Yeah. And I'm not. Over here, they call it the green cert. Yeah. So that's what you need, but it's the equivalent to our EU digital search, yeah. But even if you're fully vaccinated in Ireland without your booster, it'll go red when they scan it here. You need to go into a chemist and get a rapid antigen test. It's 15 euros and that will last you for 48 hours. And not every chemist provides the service. No, and don't be surprised if you get sent down a few dark alleys because it, this is the thing. I was watching videos earlier. This is the thing in Italy that you go in somewhere and you go, yeah, that's it. Fill in this form. Now you have to go to this other building and this other building. Yeah. We, you brought me down some dodgy alleyways last night. So she said, here, there's your piece of paper. Go left and left again. And I went left and left again. And if I was on my own now, I would be yeah. very intimidated. Or if it was dark, I don't think I would have went down. No. But uh, thank God it came back negativo and um, it's showing green everywhere we go. Yeah, it's good to have. It's good to know. It's, you know, masks have to be worn everywhere. Um, They take it seriously over here. The other thing is, I think we might have mentioned this, to get your N95 mask or they're otherwise known as, uh, let me just reach over here and get it. It's an FFP2NR. 
Uh, a lot of people know them as N95 masks. Or the bus mask, as the lady in the airport told us it was. Yeah, when we went into the chemist in the airport, we just said, have you got bus masks? And they were 75 cent each. Good to know if you're coming out here to Italy in the next few weeks. We went on a bus tour today, the hop-on, hop-off bus, and that was brilliant, and it was really, really handy. I, That's something now, if I was coming on my own, I'd, I'd kind of say, oh, I'm not going to go on, on that now in case I get lost. But it's next to impossible to get lost. Yeah, no, it's great. The maps are good. You can figure it out. And it's just... Because, like, we did a lot... We've done a lot of walking. But you cover serious mileage and you can see different parts of the city. Still probably going up the cathedral was my favourite part of the trip. That was some experience up there. Yeah, what I liked about the hop-on, hop-off buses, you knew that you were going back to the start. Yes. You couldn't... Just go around in a circle. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you just had to keep an eye on where you got off and remember your bus stop there. But you knew he'd be around again in an hour and bring you back. I know, it's good value, it's well worth it. The rooftop of the cathedral, what an experience. That was insane. Wasn't it? Yeah. And then we got to the top of the roof and there was a load of Instagrammers. Yeah, now I'm well used to being out with girls like this. But that's another level up there. They were lit- they were almost firing kids off the building <laughs> to get their photo. <laughs> it was like, go away, bitch. Uh, they were serious. They, that cathedral is... I, it must hold a world record for selfies taken because Jesus they were going at it hard now yeah the thing that really interested me on the roof was how there was these spots right so there was these how do you describe them there were these little alcoves ar- or ar- oh you have this word alcoves yes <laughs> do you ever watch In Bruges no where your man goes uh, he will be in the alcove and your man goes the what <laughs> and he goes the nooks and crannies you have these words yes yeah? <laughs> You've never seen it. So there's these alcoves along the roof, or nooks and crannies. And the people would go in and hog their alcove. Yep. And then... Oh, they were there. Yeah, it was theirs. The guy or the girl then was taking photos of them. And then they would come out of their alcove to review the photos. Yeah. But let you know, they nearly had one foot in the alcove to say, I might be going back in there now if I don't like these photos. So they'd come out and review the photos and then run back into the alcove and do different poses until they were happy with the photo. And there was guys and girls doing this. It's another level of confidence, isn't it? Like, they were working it. There's hundreds of people around. And now, we have to clear up that the majority of these people were not models. No. They were just bog-standard people. But they were working it for the gram. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you look at that location... You know, they've been getting their photo inspo before they go up. They know what they're doing, what yeah. they're looking for. All of Italy is like that, that square in front. But Jesus, these were... And as you say, there was no fear of them letting go of that space. You and I would run into a spot, get the photo, run out of the spot again. It's grand. It'll and do. we wouldn't <laughs> even review the photo. But it was so interesting to see. And it was so interesting to see all the different ages, all the different sexes. Everyone, th- there was no... Everyone was on an even par. Everyone was there for the gram. Yes. Literally, it was all about the photos. No one was taken in the architecture like we were. It surprised me. It really did surprise me. And then there was four girls on top. The four of these girls now, I'd say they spent three days getting ready. Yeah. They went up to the top and they had their little alcove. And then one girl burst in by them. Well, I'll tell you one thing. She didn't do it a second time. (laughs) That's all I'll say. The four, there were like four school bullies. Yeah. Weren't they? There was a point later on in the evening where there was two girls. One had a Gucci handbag and Yves Saint Laurent bag, a huge bag on her, taking photos of her friend who was stunning with this ice cream. And she was standing there posing and you walk into the middle of them and you turn around looking for me and you stopped. Well, if looks could kill, 
<laughs> the look the two women gave you. They were like, this is running. Will you get out of the way, you little farmer? When did that happen? Oh, on the way into the pharmacy yesterday evening, it was priceless. I didn't even you see that. You stopped right in the middle of the photo shoot. It couldn't have been time better. It was like you were doing it deliberately, I, but absolutely no consciousness of it. Hilarious. Ruin of photo shoots. So, come here. Have you enjoyed the food over here so far? Oh, I love the food. I love Italian food in general. I love it at home. I love pastas. I love pizzas. I love lasagna. They'd be my favourite. They'd be my go-to back home. So I'm really enjoying it. It's another level, though. It's it, it's really basic, but it's proper Italian food. Like, yeah, I just find it interesting. Like when you order a lasagna, that's all you're getting a lasagna. <laughs> we'd have chips, we'd have a side salad, all that kind of stuff. I was with a girl once, and I went to an Italian restaurant, and I asked, I ordered lasagna and a side of roast potatoes, <laughs> and she was mortified. And she never let me live it down. Honestly, like, she like, she wanted the ground to open up and eat her when I asked for the side. And they, they were on the menu, like they were an option. And a pint of milk. I didn't ask for the pint of milk, but I'll never forget it. And I'll never ask for a, a side of roasties again in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> they give you queer looks if you ask for that over here now. There's no option. <laughs> no. We got chips as a dessert last night. <laughs> So I was starved with the hunger last night, but I didn't really want a pizza. And then I I ordered the chicken. Yeah. So it, and I said to the lady, "I'll get the grilled chicken." And she said, "I'm just going to let you know it's an actual full chicken." And I said, "All right, yeah." yeah. And I kind of laughed. <laughs> and she just looked at me dead square and said, "No, it's a full chicken." And sometimes I bring it out to people, and they say to me, "I didn't want a full chicken." So I'm just letting you know now that it's a full chicken. Okay, um, I might get the lasagna. Th- See, I told you you wouldn't eat a full chicken. <laughs> lasagna, is it? And this that happened, didn't it? Oh, literally, yeah, word for word. And I said to her, you said to her then, are you busy tonight or are you enjoying, <laughs> are you enjoying your work? I think you said to her. And she said, oh yeah, it's great. Now, she did loosen up a little bit after that. Yeah. And fair play to her, if a full chicken landed down in front of me, I would have been like, ah, come on now. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? So I got the lasagna instead, but I wanted something a little bit extra. And I said, can we French fries? And she said, do you want the French fries as a starter? Or do you want them with your mains? And we said, ah, no, we'll have them with the mains, please. And it turns out we had the mains finished. Yep. And the chips came for dessert. But you weren't going to ask her where they were? No, I was afraid to even look up. I was just focused on the lasagna. I was eating it. But I love that too. I love the directness. There's no, there's no shit. See, that's it. And when, when they're talking, sometimes it sounds like they're being angry. But, like, that's their tone. That's the way they're speaking. They're actually being helpful. They're not fighting with you. A fella came into the restaurant after us and he said, how are you doing? Are you serving food? And she said, well, it is a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you'd done that in Ireland, there'd be a review oh, up on TripAdvisor. Trip straight yeah. away. Rude waitress told me it was a restaurant. One of the things that I've really noticed, because I am a big fan of taking photos of my food and food photography, they're, they haven't really put an awful lot of effort in for such an artistic country. You're very polite there. <laughs> they haven't put any effort in, Karen. There's some of these photos, and I wouldn't let Cookie see them. I'd say she'd turn up her she'd turn her nose up at some of these. It's like something she's thrown up herself. It's like something that's re- been recycled by Cookie. That's all I'll say. There, there's a gig waiting for somebody out here. Hundred percent. Like uh, we did food photos on Friday before I came out in uh, fifteen twenty. Plug, and they're like a work of art. Tina Regan is amazing. Uh, no, but anytime you're doing food photos in where, whatever pub or restaurant you see. Now, we don't have them on the menu. You know, the actual physical menu. And generally, you're told that that's a sign that it's not a great place. But like where we were last night was really good quality and expensive. So it was a good, it was a good place. But like the food photos are atrocious. Yeah. Was it expensive? 
I'm just trying to think back last night now. Was it that, was it that expensive? Is it the, It's the drinks that are throwing you now. And you're thinking, oh, yeah. yeah. So we went into one place and a glass of Heineken was seven euro. And then we went into another place and a pint of Heineken was five euro. So the drinks can throw you. But in general... Oh, it's been... And especially where we were. Like, that's the literal tourist heart yeah. of, of Milan. Like, And today we were down at the canal and we had a lasagna and it was nine euros each. Yeah. So the tariff. It's Very there, thereabouts. Yeah. yeah, it's not... Yeah, it was lovely to be able to sit outside and get a bit of heat. I think I got sunburned today. If you're looking for a career change, come to Italy, come to Milan, start taking photos of food, and then go into these restaurants and do them a favour. Yeah. Maybe team up with a printer. (laughs) Because these menus need a lot of work. That's the one thing. Like, they're so artistic. They'd paint better over here. There was, the first night we landed, there was like a beef curry and rice. (laughs) And it looked like something like you say. Yeah. They came back up. It was, f- I'd say it was put onto the plate from a height. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, they're all, all the pictures are taken in a Nokia 3210 and just fired in. Whatever it is, it is. There's some random dishes. But the diet over here is class. Everyone's in good shape. They are. You don't see too many fat Italian people. No. I'm thinking of trying that diet. Because when you look at it, the, the, the breakfast. Croissants. Yeah, and a coffee. Yep. A cappuccino, because you can't have milk in a coffee after 11 o'clock, apparently. Lovely. And then you're looking at lunch. Pasta is your starter. Gelato. Small bit of pasta. And then you have your meats and your gelato, your dolce, dolce vita, sweets. Um, sweet life, so. Yeah, yeah, so sweets. And then dinner again. Pizza, cold cuts, small bit of pasta. An old cannoli. Yeah, they're lovely. An old cannoli for dessert. And then cheese, cheese boards. And obviously you have to have a pint with every meal. Like the builders at 11 o'clock this morning having a few beers outside. Dead yeah, right. they, were on a, they were on their small break and the three of them were sitting <laughs> around a table and there was three pints in front of them. Yeah. That's something now we, we could do bringing back to Ireland. Bit more casual drinking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Class of wine at the table at lunchtime. I'm going to start that when I go back. One pint per day on the sides. <laughs> It'll be a lot more productive. Never mind this four-day working week. <laughs> Just allow lads to have a pint on their small break. Chill them out a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, so and he far. went back to work then and he was firing up buckets of stuff up to your man. <laughs> like they were going out of fashion. I think they were working better when they went back Should to work. They're great builders, yeah. So the, the architecture is ridiculous over here. Uh, like it's not something that I would, no- I would have noticed before or, or taken any notice of. But every street you go down, you're just, you're in awe of the architecture. Now, it's lucky because you're looking up at them because the roads, when you're looking down at them, they're not great now. The roads? Yeah. That's another business waiting to be. (laughs) Come out here and set up a shock absorber business. And I tell you one thing, you'll you'll clean up. Jesus Christ, there's some rattling there now. Cobblestones everywhere. They're not getting claims like Galway City Council are getting every week. No way. I'd say if you fall on these cobbles, uh, that's your fault for wearing your 890 tabby boots. (laughs) Actually, the on. Italians could dive and they'd roll around a few times and then they get up. <laughs> get up again, not yeah. a bother on them. So obviously when we're out here, you know, we're taking this very seriously. We're trying to put together a brilliant podcast. We're trying to showcase what Ireland West Airport has. We decided, or we were talking among ourselves in the plane, we were saying it should be a good idea to try and interview Italian people. It'd be lovely just to talk to them and get inside their heads and find out what they think of yeah. the culture and the fashion. And to know the real truth, because we're making sweeping generalizations just based on two days over here and seeing what we've seen. So we, you know, put our brains together and we thought the best way to connect with someone, you know, to get chatting to someone would be Tinder. 
So I convinced you to download Tinder when we got off the plane. Yeah. So obviously, being a bit of an expert in it, I you know got a few nice photos of you, wrote your profile, set it up, and then handed the phone back to you. We hadn't got on the bus, and you had gone out of swipes already. It's a long time since I was on Tinder, but... It gave me about 10 swipes. Ah, stop. And that more was than it. that. Did you, did you swipe left on any of them? Or was it just like in every single picture? Well, I can tell you one thing now. There wasn't very many I swiped left on. And the, the only ones I swiped left on were women that had a cigarette in their profile photo. And there was actually quite a few of them. Everyone over here smokes. Everyone. 100% of people smoke. Yeah. Um, and I, I've saved some screenshots just in case we're doing a little promo video for Instagram. People don't believe me. There's just people sitting there looking down at their cigarettes or standing and posing in front of a statue with a cigarette in their hand. So I went left on them. And then I also decided to myself, I just said, anyone with a cat, I'm just going to swipe left. because they're Wow. Not, not, uh, that's not something I would do in general. Right. But I just thought... <laughs> you had to have some criteria. I just had to have some criteria. <laughs> so cat photos went left. And dog photos and everyone else went right. And apart from that, that was literally the only criteria because (laughs) they were all beautiful. Wow. They were. So we had it up on our thing that over here on your profile, over here to do a podcast, to chat to people. Irish lad, here for a couple of days, recording a podcast, would love to talk to Melanians. Yeah. So you swiped through all of them. Yeah, so we were getting on the bus and it goes out of swipes for 24 hours. Yeah. But sure, we're only going to be here for two days. Right. Oh. So I needed to I needed to get more swipes. <laughs> Did you, don't tell me. So I I downloaded the Tinder Gold package. Ah, Jesus. It was How much was that? 32.99 for a month. Unlimited swipes. <laughs> How are we I going think to my thumb is fractured. <laughs> I think I I think I have a sprained thumb. <laughs> I was, I was Tinder, yeah? I was saying into your one the chemist yesterday. <laughs> I said, could you have a look at this for me? I, I need a COVID <laughs> test, but will you have a look at me thumb? And she said, no, it's fine. And I said, grand. How are we going to expense that? The thirty-two ninety-nine. Yeah. Well, did you notice that I didn't get out of the taxi last night for a minute? Yeah. I asked your man if he had any old <laughs> receipts. <laughs> and he gave me a receipt for twenty-four ninety-nine, twenty-four eighty or something it was. Right. And I said, that'll do the job. <laughs> so I'll only be about... Eight euro short. And co- right, obviously. Did you get any matches? No, you had to, obviously. How many? How So, how many matches? So, you set up my profile. Yeah. You put the photos in. Yes. You approved them. Yeah. You set up the bio. You said, that's a good photo. That's a nice photo. No, yeah. don't use no, this one. Lovely, yeah. How many matches in the last uh, 24... Is it 48 hours? How many matches in the last 48 hours? So, yeah. Considering now, I have swiped... Every <laughs> yeah. single there's three million people in Milan. Yeah, I've swiped every, I'd say ninety eight percent of the women, in a five mile radius. So that's why the battery keeps dying on your phone. Ah, yeah. oh, you must have got you must have got about forty fifty matches. Forty or fifty. Yeah, lower. Twenty. Lower. <laughs> Fifteen. Ah, oh, come on! How many did you get? Lower. <laughs> Stop. Please tell me you got a match while you were over here. Alan. Not. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A single match. Go away. My confidence is on the floor getting onto this plane in Bergamo, coming back to Ireland. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, right? Why I, did you let me do this, Kevin? I know the problem, Alan. This I, was a terrible idea. I'll tell you what your problem is, right? Too short. All these beautiful women are looking at you going, 
He's husband material. If I just met him, <laughs> I'd fall in love with him and he'll break my heart or make me move to Snowborough, which nobody wants to do. What? There's worse places to live. Wow. Not no. one. Jesus. Yeah. It's a real it's a real confidence kick up the hole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not even a fake account. Oh, there was one fake account. Okay, good. And it was um <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, there was. There was one fake account and then I, I messaged and said, How how are you getting on? And they were asking me for my WhatsApp number and I was like <laughs> uh, I unmatched. So no So no real No real ones. Human no, matches. No. no. Wow. Couldn't even do that right for us, Alan. <laughs> so we couldn't talk to anyone, really, to get it, to get inside their head. We could only interview the barman. He's great crack downstairs. The barman has a white lab coat on. <laughs> <laughs> they take their drink seriously over here. <gasps> he comes out with a white lab coat. You went down without me last night and got a cocktail. I've been waiting for you the whole time over here. Now, I will say... Come here now, tell the truth. We're, we're a good old team. Now. I was just about to say we're that. We're a good old travel team. It, this has been... Because like going away with someone that you, know, you haven't been away with before isn't... You know, it can go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. But this has been... I have to say now, and I think people can tell it because I'm getting a lot of messages saying you look like you're having brilliant crack. It has. It's been really easy going. We're on the same level with a lot of things. So yeah. We're not big drinkers, but we want to see and get in as much as we can. We're miles apart with some things. Huge, yeah. Like the first day we got here now, you were looking at the shoes and you wanted to wear a shirt and I landed down in a Snugbury United top. And you were a little bit embarrassed now. You were like, we're going heading up the town now at this Clem pipe. (laughs) And then when I I was up the town and I noticed nobody else was wearing football tops, I was literally the only person... On Saturday you were, yeah. There's a few around on Sunday now for the the matches on your There's not a thing out here. But then again, I was thinking to myself, well... Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, exactly. You're Maybe they were looking new. at me going, wow, I'm really digging it. Maybe. I have to say it's funny as well, because I was looking at the buildings and the, the shops, you know, the shop fronts and stuff. And every time you turn around, I'd say, oh, is it a beautiful woman? Or what is he looking at? Cars and dogs. Cars. Every time you saw a car or a dog, your neck was on a swivel. <laughs> Jesus, they're all stunning though over here. Cars, so. dogs. What's that G5 or some... A G-Wagon. Uh, that, whatever, yeah. There was a Mercedes G-Wagon Jeep. They're like a couple of hundred grand. Then there was the RS6. It's an Audi Super... Is that another mask? You said to me, that's a family car. It's an Audi supercar. Straight over my Straight, head. Yeah, so yeah. we saw two of them. You wouldn't see one in Mayo. And then when we did see the cool Lamborghini, you were like, sure, I saw that in Bullmullet. Sure, I drove one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's really, the, the cars out here are unbelievable. Porsches, Ferraris, g But the little ones that you can park sideways, facing out on the street, they're a great job. Yeah. It'd be cool to rent one of them for a couple of days. This morning when we were leaving the hotel, there was this lady down in reception and she looked like a PA, didn't she? Yeah. She had a little folder and she was walking over and back in reception and then we heard these heels coming down through the hotel. Clunk, 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 clunk. And then the girl who looked like the PA ran out onto the street, opened the door of a taxi. So when this lady came through the reception, she was wearing this big, she was wearing baggy leather pants and a big black leather coat that was like a... It was like a cape flowing behind her. It was like a priest's cape yeah. from Father Ted, <laughs> flowing behind her as she came through the lobby of the hotel. And everyone stopped to look. And the, the PA lady ran out, opened the door, put her into the taxi, tucked the jacket in beside yeah. her, Jumped in and the taxi took off. It's a whole other level. Yeah, there was no messing around there. She must be 
91% of Milan famous. I was a little bit intimidated at breakfast. This is a lovely hotel. It is. It's really like the quality of people in here. It's so... I love people watching at the best times, but this place is just... It's class. Ireland West Airport really looked after us. It has to be said. We really... at This hotel is class and... Like, it's going to be tough on them to repeat this for our next trip, wherever they're, <laughs> <laughs> wherever they're bringing us, lads. I hope they find a hotel as good as this in Edinburgh <laughs> next month. Cologne, the month after. But when you were down for breakfast this morning... I don't know how you felt. I was down there wearing a Mayo uh, Elvery's training top, which I think is nice. And I felt very intimidated. It is real House of Gucci stuff. It, like all these, you know, it was mainly older couples and these distinguished gentlemen. And there was a lot of distinguished gentlemen, a lot of Botox going on, <laughs> some plastic surgery, I'd say. Not just from me, yeah. People wearing leather gloves, stuff like Karen O'Malley would do. <laughs> There was ladies wearing dresses that you would see, you'd only see like on a, on a Saturday night going out out with the girls. Yeah, and that was for breakfast on and a Monday were morning. down having breakfast. Yeah. And it wasn't the night after the morning before or anything or the morning after the night before. They were done up. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this morning at breakfast is the most underdressed and intimidated I've ever felt. Really? Yeah. There was a lady beside us, there was an Asian yeah. girl beside us. Yeah. And she's clearly a big time model. I yeah. don't know who she is. Or what she does. She was definitely, she had that air about her. She came in, she owned the room, she mm. sat down at the table beside us, your man brought her down a coffee, she wasn't quick in telling him, <laughs> that's not what I ordered, go and get me a cappuccino. Yeah. He landed down with the cappuccino, not even a thanks. Yeah. Not, she didn't even look up to say thanks. And she wasn't Italian, yeah. Well, she might have been Italian, but she right. she looked Asian. Yeah. It was, it's... it's. And then you have to do the walk place. of shame going up getting the Cocoa Pops. Yeah. <laughs> And I was walking through the dining area and people are looking at you. They definitely were. People were looking at me this morning going... Well, that's because you're coming down with red orange juice. <laughs> who let him in here? And I'd say, people aren't going to stay here again because they said to themselves, we didn't know that kind of... Uh, <laughs> Clientele. Riffraff were allowed in here. I asked for a glass of orange juice and it was bright red when it came down. So it must have been blood orange, but... Yeah, it was, it was definitely... Um, an experience this morning. One thing about this trip, one thing it has ignited in me is I am definitely going to do more city breaks. And in the last podcast, we went through the different prices and how there's different value. And nobody asked us to do that. And I just, I just want to clear that up as well. Ireland West Airport are sponsoring our podcast and sent us to Milan. They did not ask us to do anything. They didn't ask us to go anywhere. They didn't ask us to say anything. They just said, lads, be yourself. Go with it for eight weeks. We'll send you to Milan and we'll see how you get on. But what I've what I have started doing is researching city breaks like Cologne, 25 euros, Milan next weekend, 30 euros. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to book one or two of those. And, you know, if it doesn't doesn't come off, you're only going to lose 25 euros. But you can upgrade then to your meals and your priority boarding and whatever closer to the time. I'm definitely going to do more city breaks. Yeah, I, I probably would come back here again because I love it and I think it's so big that we probably haven't seen an awful lot of it, even though I've covered a huge amount of ground. But you're so right. It's just lovely to absorb other cultures, to see other places. It's so easy, like literally down the road from us. But to get over here and to just experience, I, I, I'd, I'd really say I have to have enjoyed this, but it's you'd nearly put it ahead of us on holiday. But like you're only taking one or two days off work, so you can both can be done. The flight tomorrow morning is at 7 o'clock, so we're in knock at 9, I think. Yeah. So plenty of time to get to work tomorrow. <laughs> 
just to let you know, if you are coming here, 99% of speak- people have really good English. You don't have to worry about that. I like to try and make an effort when I walk in. I say, the first thing I say is, Arriva Dirchi, how are you getting on? And I like to try and make an effort. But um, everyone has really good English, so you don't need to worry about that. Yeah, they all make the effort as well. It's nice, yeah, to have one or two words and most of them know you from the podcast and different stuff like that already. <laughs> are you are you the lad that reads the Dead Notes on Bank Holiday Mondays? <laughs> they said to me. Mayo Now is big over here, so they're all reading it. Yeah, one fella said, Aaron, you're the two lads from the front page of Mayo Now. <laughs> it has been an absolutely fantastic weekend. Thank you so much to Ireland West Airport. Thank you so much to everyone who followed along on Instagram because all our pages have exploded over the last few days, haven't they? Yeah, it's been the interaction, the engagement has been... Because you know when we're having the crack and we're like, geez, I hope people like it. What the res- stories we're getting, or the responses we're getting are just... Oh, it's brilliant to put you in good form. Like From the second we arrived at Knock Airport on Saturday, people are just so nice. And can we also clear something up? I did have other socks for Alan. I did give Alan some socks. I'm not an absolute bastard that left him with no socks at all. So I did take them out of the bag, but I had other ones to give him for the weekend. But let's... Not the socks I like, and not the socks I usually wear. Little... Little girl socks. That's what you gave me. (laughs) We need to build a bridge and get over this. But anyways... Right. Thanks for following along. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for following us on Instagram. Thank you very much to all the team at Ireland West Airport for this amazing opportunity. And I can't really thank them enough to be out here in Milan for a weekend and being paid for it is just a dream come true. And it has been just a blast. That's it from Milan. We'll talk to you again next week. Don't forget, if you enjoyed today's podcast, tell a friend. If you didn't, tell nobody. We've got big news coming soon from other Ireland West airport destinations. (coughs) Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. (laughs) We'll talk to you again very soon. The last thing I want to say is, buongiorno. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for a viewing of our show homes, a brochure, or for more information. Let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build. Check out brbhomes.ie